You got your coffee? I got my coffee. You got your coffee? Oh, I've got my coffee. Yay, coffee. It's so good. We love coffee. I'm so under-caffeinated. <laughs> yeah, well, feel your pain, sister. Oh, yeah, yeah. What's hot? Mm-hmm. It's too hot. Oh, it tastes good. Yeah, it does. You did good, kid. Hey, I'm telling you, this is not my first rodeo on the coffee front. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be your job from now on. Uh, okay. I have one job. You've got one job. <laughs> one job. Two, make the coffee and remember the outro things. I have them written down. I have my own little private cheat sheet now. Thank fuck. Well, I'm just saying. It's, I'm, it's not my strong suit. Do you, do, do you have something to say to the people? Oh, yeah, I do, actually. I kind of need to go on the apology tour for my... <laughs> oh, man. If I... you're back this week, I am so surprised. Welcome. <laughs> it's a shocker. Last week was a shit show. Oh, my God. But it's fine. It's fine. Oh, We're fine. Oh, my God. Well, we will never... I, I solemnly promise. That I, I solemnly will, swear. I will never, ever, <laughs> ever try and record at 10 o'clock at night it was a school night it was but 10 o'clock at night with a large tipple of gin don't just don't don't do it yeah so editing I, was fun i learned how to use functions on this that i did not know about <laughs> well that was good for you how then. to cut things good very good <laughs> so it, it, i basically i'm apologizing to the 1700s i'm apologizing to the residents of the netherlands i'm apologizing <laughs> to jen i'm really jen wherever jen, you are we did you dirty i'm so sorry i am so so sorry <laughs> there's one that you're forgetting oh kombucha Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry for that, too, but I'm more sorry about Jen. I hate it that But Jen's what about getting... the kombucha? <laughs> I'm just sorry that Jen's getting a bad rap again. Again. I added Jen to the caused it. I added to the craze. Oh, I just ramped up the Jen craze from five-decade-long bender to what now? A couple hundred years. Three hundred year years. Bender. It's fine. Oh, poor Jen. Jen's really having a moment right now. Yeah, I will. You know, I'm... I'm if anybody wants me to sponsor their gin, I'm, I'm here for you. <laughs> What's the Casper mattresses of gin? Is there like a gin club, like Wink Wine there Club? There is actually. There's is a there? gin What? There is actually a gin club, yes. Why am I not a member? I, same reason I'm not. It would be deadly. We would never get anything well, done. Well, I have more restraint than you do. This is true. You have to, though. You have a small human to be restrained by. Also, I really don't like hangovers. Yeah, well, I don't either. But yeah, there's a. I think it's called Craft Gin Club. Honestly, I've seen okay. adverts for it. Are you listening, Craft Gin Club? Probably not. Yeah, but no. I'm sure they probably <laughs> hit us up at yeah that happened pod at gmail dot com. Yeah, we're there for you. <laughs> we got you. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh dear God. Okay, so now I have a. Is there anyone you need to apologize to? <laughs> Probably, but you're not do going I care? to. You're not going to. Oh my! I'm God. not. You're ruthless, just ruthless. That's what they say. Mm-hmm. That's what people have always said about me. This is why you're going to be a great, glorious terror of the Tasman. Yes, we're keeping it going. Yes, we are. We're going to roll with that till it becomes your permanent name. Yes. <laughs> if we get merch one day, it's going to say that. Oh yeah. Can somebody do us a drawing? Send a, <gasps> send a drawing. Oh yes, of oh <laughs> yes, of the terror, the, the glorious terror of the Tasman. Who's super humble, but also and has you need to of, tell me I'm pretty. And has loads of benevolosity. Loads yeah, of real it. humble, super benevolent. 
Yeah. But make me fucking pretty. Okie dokie. <laughs> I thought I did that when I gave birth to you, but okay. No. <laughs> I think you did. Okay, sure. Okay. You just have to keep saying it. Okay. I just need your constant reassurance <laughs> and approval. A, is that all? <laughs> Not just yours, everyone's. Is that all? If you're listening to this, I expect a DM. Oh, God. Actually not. Please no, please don't, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> I mean, do. <laughs> Absolutely do. There's not a shovel big enough for you to get out of this hole, so you need, we need to move on. So, what are we talking about today? <laughs> Mysterious appearances and or disappearances. Which are you? Is you which are you? <laughs> which are I? I are, uh, well... <laughs> I think I'm more an appearance than a disappearance. Oh, me too. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, goody. I see that you've taken notes in my style today. You've gotten yourself a fancy new notebook. It's very pretty. I've written a fucking novella is what's happened here. I'm sorry, pardon? (laughs) Nothing, nothing, Mm. nothing. I'm just... Yeah, nothing. I think you might have more pages of notes than I do today. Yeah, it's 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 this is not usual for me. I don't like this. Don't <laughs> like it. No, this this required far more work than I was willing to. I've put only in. got five pages. I think you might be up to six or seven. No, uh-uh, can't be. Yeah, and I see that you've written front and back. I did. Well, conservation of space. I was gonna dude. say. You are very environmentally friendly. I, I need to get on that train. Absolutely. I'm conserving space. See, that's why yours always looks like a big novel, is because you only write on one side of the, the page. And I know, but it's because I use these pretty markers that I'm worried are going to bleed through, but they actually don't. And so I so probably you waste could. Paper. Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm sorry. I what will do I better. Do? Yeah, sure you okay, will. I apologize to the environment. <laughs> okay, well, and the environment is going to take you seriously. It expects you to My do better. My actions have hurt it. Yes. The environment expects you to do better. <laughs> I have seen the error of my ways and I will do better. Mm-hmm. Now, next mm-hmm. week I will write front and back because I do actually feel really guilty about how much paper I'm using. Yay. That's what I'm here for. Guilt. Mm-hmm. You, you've got that cornered. Okay, <laughs> no, anyway. really not, but... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what are you talking about? Okay. Well, my poor guy was Casper Hauser. Doogie's brother. Um, for, could have been, actually. There, there's, yeah, there's a bit of this story where maybe he was related to Doogie. Oh, my God. So, okay. Did he, it take place in the 80s with Neil Patrick Harris? Not even close. I could only hope for that. No. Mm. <laughs> no, 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 Mr. Peabody. We're going back to 1800. We are Again. in the way back machine. Me yes, too. Yes, we are. Um, so, there's, uh, the guy's name is Casper Hauser. So, he's a teenage boy of about 16 who just appears one day wandering the streets of Nuremberg, Germany. Just... Okay, so now the date on this is... The dates are rather important in this. Okay. The date on this is 26 May, 1828. 26 May, 1828. Okay, so I'm not going to remember that, but okay. No, but, you know. But, so anyway, he's... (laughs) No one recognizes the boy. Clothes and shoes are all tattered. He seems confused, bewildered. He's just... He's a 16-year-old boy. He's probably just emerged from his bedroom after a three-day-long... Maybe. Maybe not. The only only thing this kid has are two letters, and they're addressed to a Captain Von Wissenig. I'm going to guess at this pronunciation. I got nothing here. Um, anyway, my he, mother preemptively apologizes to Germany. Yeah, <laughs> add that to the tour. Uh, <laughs> so these two letters. This is 
another portion of the really weirdness here. These, he's carrying these two letters, and they're addressed to this Captain von Wesnick of the 4th Squadron of the 6th Cavalry Regiment. So, I mean, they are specifically addressed to this guy. I, okay. No one can explain how or why that occurs. But the first letter um, states that the boy had been attained <laughs> as an infant. Attained. Take, attained. That is actually the word they use, yes. Like he's a, a, a chest of drawers uh, or something. Yes, like a, a fabulous um, Chippendale chair. I, I don't know. But he Man, had people been, are shit. He had been attained as an infant and taken in and educated at home. He had never left the house. The boy's father had been a cavalryman, and Wissening, Wissening was instructed to either take him in or hang him. <gasps> yeah. The second letter uh, seemed to be from the, the boy's mother, and she gave the boy's name as Caspar Hauser, said his true father had been a cavalryman who had died under mysterious circumstances no murder it could have been um, so both letters seem to be in the same handwriting oh. another weird twist but okay. who was the first letter meant to be from uh, no one knows it wasn't signed There was. it was just a letter so it was her I, she's like hey here's my son hang him yeah I, we're guessing no one knows I mean honestly this, you called this, me the ruthless this guy is so shrouded in mystery it's hysterical I mean, I guess really not hysterical. Not if you're him. <laughs> not if you're But him. if you're us, 200 years later. Yeah, it is kind of funny. Yeah. So it, all attempts to communicate with this boy were basically useless. <gasps> Did the, he not talk? The only thing oh my that, gosh. only thing he would say was, I want to be a cavalryman as my father was. Or on occasion, he would just randomly go horse. <laughs> I mean, was, I do that when we're driving somewhere. You constantly hear me go, oh, puppy! Yeah, the boy wanted a pony. I don't know. I feel him. I know you do. <laughs> this is so interesting. My guy doesn't talk either. And he was initially, the only thing he would eat was bread and water. And he would eat bread and drink okay, water. So that was it. I mean, nothing else. I mean, if bread didn't disagree with me, yeah. I would do the same. So after a couple of weeks, he seems to magically begin to speak. This is where the Doogie Hauser savant thing kicks in. Oh, okay. So it's like a couple of weeks in, and he's, he's magically able to speak, to read, to write, and apparently decided that other food was good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so he was just shy. He just didn't want anybody to fuss over him. The original introvert. Oh. Yeah. Okay, so now he's basically the center of attention in Nuremberg. And since he was a spotlight, he decides that he's going to use it. And he starts to tell his story. So he, he says that he was basically raised in a dungeon in a tiny cell with a straw mat to sleep on, mm. never seeing any other people. His meals were bread and water, and they were left for him each morning. Mm. Never meeting his caretaker, who was kind enough, though, to leave him a few wooden toys. Uh, so Please he's telling tell me that this isn't true. So he's telling, I don't know, he's telling his origin story, basically. So this is like an Avenger story, I guess. Yeah, but real sad. <laughs> yeah, well, it, it's, it's not a happy con, no. Uh -uh. So, <laughs> anyway, he says that sometimes the water tasted funny, would taste funny. And when he'd wake up the next morning to get his bread, his fresh bread and water he was washed his nails had been trimmed his hair had been cut um basically he'd had a spa day and slept through it 
Um, so the assumption is he must have been drugged. He was drugged. That's, oh, that's poor the assumption. Boy. Okay, so he says he didn't meet another person until just before he was released or escaped, depending on who you ask and who you believe. And like I said, there See, are. See, so he was tons, just really shy. Tons of stories on this. Okay, cool. Okay, so then uh, the person that, that released him or took him to Nuremberg never showed it Casper's face. And he taught the boy. <laughs> he taught the boy to walk, to ride. Wait, his, he to, didn't know how to walk. Apparently, the the dungeon room that he was in was a real short, cramped one. So he, according to him, he grew up stooped over. Oh and, my god, and this only is sort awful. Of crawled. <laughs> I, I Usually, had, I bring down the vibes, but yeah, you well, are this cool. is, And again, we don't know. So anyway, this guy on his way to Nuremberg teaches the kid to walk. And he um, teaches him to say, I want to be a cavalryman as my father was. Um, but he never shows him his face. Okay, so I, yeah, and like I said, th and this is the kid's origin story. This is what he's telling people. This is so weird. So, <laughs> as his origin story gets told around and everybody hears about it from far and wide, Casper basically becomes a Kardashian. Okay. I mean, he the media of the time is beating down the door to interview him. They they want to meet him. They want to get to know the boy who mysteriously appears. Oh, interesting. So he decides he's going to take full on advantage of this. Absolutely. Yeah, he travels all over Europe. He's taken in he's taken in by a, a Dr. Friedrich Daumer. Friedrich Daumer. And all I can think is Jeffrey Dahmer, and it's just, this just went downhill from there. Mm. Yeah, so, Frederick Dahmer is a schoolmaster and a philosopher, and so this kid now is getting even better educated and meeting a better class of people. So then, he, either interest began to wane in him, or he got bored. Nobody seems to know. Okay. But, and, and maybe Dr. Dahmer decided to start asking questions that he couldn't answer. But on October 17, 1829, so we're talking, what, uh, a scant... A year and a half? A, a scant year later. A yeah. scant year later. There you go. <laughs> he, he's found in the cellar with this big cut on his forehead. Wait, the doctor is? No, 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 Casper is. Oh, okay. And Casper claims that he was attacked by a man in a hood whose voice was just like the man who brought him to Nuremberg. <gasps> so there's been an attempt on his life. Now, interest is back. People are, are checking. I mean, you know. Of course. So, in in an effort to keep him safe, he's then moved to the home of Johann... Sebastian Bach. No, but close. Bieberbach. <laughs> you can't make this shit up, honestly. He's moved to the home of Justin Bieber. <laughs> exactly. He's, he's a Kardashian living with Justin Bieber. Just work out how badly it's this fine. is going to go. <laughs> so Bieberbach is a local authority. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm never going to not laugh at that name. <laughs> I'm never going to be able to say it straight. My name is Johann Bieberbach. <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh, so anyways, and now he's with someone else with standing and money. And now we're just going to fast forward six months. Okay. We don't even make it a full year on this one. Is he found in the basement with a cut on his forehead, no. claiming that the man is back? On 3 April 1830, there's a gunshot from Casper's room. <gasps> he's found bleeding from, want to guess where the scratch was? Want to guess? Come on, take a guess. His forehead. 
Uh, close. It was on his head, though. Yes. Okay. <laughs> He's bleeding from a gash on the side of his head. <gasps> he says that he was climbing on a chair to reach some books and knocked down a gun that was hanging on the wall, and it just went off. But... <laughs> Usually, like, I know that that was, like, a thing, people putting guns right. on their walls, and, like, in some places it's still done, but or whatever, were, but are, aren't they usually not loaded? Well, one would think, and, and when the, the doctor looked at his, at his wound, he said it did not look like a grazing shot from a, a, a weapon, from a gun of any sort. How old's this kid now? 17? Uh, well, we don't know his birthday, so he's probably Ish. somewhere 17-ish. Okay, so then... Seventeen-year-old boys are dumb. Yep, well, that's... We've established this. <laughs> so, anyway, he, oh, he gets moved on to another safe house. Another wealthy patron. <laughs> this time, it... Oh, God. Tell me it's a funny name. Please tell me <laughs> it's a funny name. Baron von... It's either Tucker or Toucher. I'm not real sure. No. T u c h e r. So you. I'm you not. Do the math. <laughs> the jokes write themselves, but I'm not going to say it. Yeah, yeah. So by this time, people are are starting to get just a little bit bored with the mystery, and and the kids actually really and truly by this time is turning into a Kardashian. He is just so up his own ass and can and just. Is he just like 18th century equivalent of? Yes doing selfies just like sitting oh, yeah. there oil painting himself yeah, over and over yeah pretty much yeah that's him with yeah, a duck face well and actually our buddy Bieber, Bieberbach uh -huh. um, was overheard to have said of him that he was full of vanity and spite and that he was skilled I mean, but what 17 year old isn't uh, yeah okay but this i mean this guy's been living for free with all these wealthy people and and, and mooching for all this time and he's got no grace so you know he's living the dream he is he and he's like i said he's a kardashian um but he was also skilled in the art of dissimulation which basically means he's a member of the pants on fire club i mean the boy's just a liar from word jump according to to bieberbach after he's oh bieberbach yeah so anyway casper's credibility starts to crumble and then at some point during this meltdown of his credibility and interest in him lord stanhope decides to take him in i've got nothing for that name well i just a, a, a British lord with okay. loads of money, and there's no good joke for that one. No, no, that I, I keep. I'm trying. Well, but so Stanhope winds up spending an absolute bloody fortune trying to discover this guy's real story. You know, where he came from, anything about his past comes up with nothing. So then Casper goes through another couple more wealthy patrons, and then finally. <laughs> Um, he is, he winds up with, oh my God, and I'm going to do, this is going to be a great one too, Anselm von Feuerbach. <laughs> I don't know. F-E-U-E-R-B-A-C-H. Feuerbach. Feuerbach. Fireback? I, I don't, uh, don't know. But anyway. Anselm Fireback. <laughs> God. Oh, it's like Ants McCoy or Ants Hatfield, whatever. <laughs> uh, anyway, it's terrible. So anyway, Anselm says of him that, okay, he says, Casper Hauser is a smart, scheming codger. A, a codger? A codger at 17. Can you imagine? You old codger, you. Yeah. And he's a rogue. He's a good-for-nothing that ought to be killed. So he's a, he has pissed Anselm off. 
no one knows exactly what happened. Well, you knew he crossed the line when he said he was a rogue. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, he is definitely headed for the B list list of celebrities, and then which is where the card. Well, actually, no, the Kardashians shouldn't even be on them on it at all. But sorry, Christian, or if you're listening, just don't. So anyway, 14 December 1833. Now we've we've made it five whole years, and he has gone through pretty much every wealthy home family so patron. So he keeps jumping from homes and homes and homes. Okay, and, yeah. okay, cool, and cool, cool. And he's making a living off of them. Well, you know, he's mooching. Let's put it that way. Yeah. So like he's living the good life. Oh, he's, he is. Yeah. So he comes home with this deep wound in his chest. <laughs> Was the man back? The mysterious man with the voice. And he says that he was attacked by a knife-wielding man in Ansbach Court Garden. And so he's at home. He's bleeding profusely. So they go to investigate. When they go to investigate, they find a purse, which I'm assuming is going to be the 19th century equivalent of like a wallet. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, And (laughs) there was a purse lying in the, the gardens with this cryptic note that says... Hauser will be able to tell you quite precisely how I look and from where I am. To save Hauser the effort, I want to tell you myself from where I come. I come from the Bavarian border, on the river. I will even tell you the name. And then it just says M-L, and it's an O with an umlaut. Okay. And that's it. I mean, there's nothing... Law. That's, yeah. And, and it's initials, I'm assuming. So no one's ever deciphered this, the meaning of the note what it had to do with his attack. Do you think he planted it it himself? So, Hauser dies from the knife wound (gasps) on the 17th. And his tombstone reads, Here lies Kesper Hauser, riddle of his time. His birth was unknown. Riddle of his time. His death mysterious, 1833. Hold on, you demand, when I die... (laughs) You want to be the riddle of your time? Yes. Okay, uh, continue. You're, you're not going to get a... T- there's not going to be a tombstone big enough to put all this on. My list of demands <laughs> grows by the day. <laughs> you're going to have to whittle this down and make some... You're going to yeah. make some hard choices. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but here's the thing, though. Uh, it, there's speculation that he could have been a lost prince of Bavaria that was oh switched Oh, my God. Our cases are so similar. <laughs> and, uh, but... I, the other option, which I tend to lean toward, is that he was just an Adamski, Adamski-style huckster, and he was pulling this con for oh, five years. Oh, bringing it back to old mate George. And now, okay, now, and then there, there is a third Did option. Did he have a six-inch telescope? I don't know. I think he wanted one. Six-inches? I know. I think sure. he wanted a six-inch telescope. Oh. Um, <laughs> the other option, which is a viable possibility in my mind is that he suffered from Munchausen syndrome. Okay. Which, I mean, it could have been. But Munchausen is when you... Well, it's when you harm yourself to gain attention. Yeah. So, I mean, he was stabbing himself and cutting his head. Oh, good point. And they they think that that if he did, in fact, stab himself himself that last time Mm -hmm. and cause his own death, that it was just a mistake. He didn't really. He didn't mean, intend on to. <laughs> didn't really mean to commit suicide. Yeah, he just yeah. got happy with the knife, I guess. He was just like, oh, this will get me another patron. There you go. The I, things I do for, for money. <laughs> Pretty much. 
<laughs> yes. So anyway, but I, I got most of this off of something called MysteriousUniverse.org. I should have known when I opened that site what I was getting into. <laughs> now I know. Oh, so that's the story of Casper Hauser. So you can make your own excellent guesses at what his story really was. Oh my God, he sounds like a nutcase. I'm yeah, I'm going nutcase. But but Strong if his story nutcase. is true, that is the saddest shit I've ever heard. If it's true, and I like, like his I said, childhood, yeah, his origin I, story. Right again, I'm I you know I'm just not sure I'm buying all of that. And I I listened to several. Um, guys lecturing on this. I mean, and they were uh, academic lecturing on this. And I was like... Not like, uh, welcome to my TED Talk. Yeah, no, no, this was for serial. I mean, blackboards and, and yeah, real academical things. Academical. And I, was, and I was just, yeah, well, I was listening to it going, I cannot believe that this is being taken seriously enough that someone is doing this, but it was... People... I know. Yeah. It was a for serial thing, man. I don't know. Oh, dear. Okay, so can you top that? Well, mine is actually... It's so crazy. Is yours similar to mine? Yeah. Really, really similar? Yeah. Um, is this where we say great minds think alike? This, it's just bizarre because like, I rang you to make sure that we weren't doing the right. same case, exactly. but we are. Not really. <laughs> but it's close enough. But it's close enough that okay. people are going to be like, I've heard this story. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what's yours? Don't turn it off now, guys, because we're going to nail this ending, okay? <laughs> right. <laughs> Just fast forward to the ending and see us where nail it. Where we tell it. you where to find us. We're going to nail it this time. <laughs> Superhero oh landing God, on I'm that so one. Oh, God, I'm so sorry for last week's. <laughs> oh, it was painful. It was awful. <laughs> <laughs> Do I have to apologize to all those people too? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Spotify's and the Instas and all of those people. Oh dear God. I'm oh, never gonna no. get done apologizing. No. Um, <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh ow, I just burned myself on my ambiance. Well, don't touch the ambiance. I had to move it so that I can get my gigantic notebook up here. <laughs> the great big book of everything. Ah, uh, that's what it is. What's that from? Loopy Stanley. What was that? No, no, no that's just what you called him. Well, I don't remember. Uh, it was Stan One of the cousins used to oh, watch Corey. that. Yeah, it was, that, was, that was her favorite thing. That's right. World. Yes, it was Loopy Stanley and his great big book, book of everything. Well, that is what my notebook is, except maybe a... More macabre. Book of everything. But this isn't macabre. I'm not bringing down okay, the vibes. Okay, you're not bringing it down. All I'm right. not going to harsh your vibe today. All right, good. No I... bad vibes, man. <laughs> the vibes were just bad. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. Um, so I'm going to talk about Jerome of, <laughs> Jerome of Nova Scotia. No. You've never nothing. heard of him? No, got nothing. Excellent. So, on September 8th, 1863. I almost said 1963. <laughs> God. <laughs> Reading is fundamental, honey. Uh-huh. So, 1863. Uh-huh. The story goes that an eight-year-old boy by the name of George Colin Albright, he was called Collie, was walking along the beach of Sandy Cove, Nova Scotia, just north of a town called Tidville. <laughs> And on the Bay of Fundy. Yeah. 
I can't do now. That's actually a word or a place. Yes. Uh huh. Uh huh. It is. It is. I yeah. spent a long period <laughs> of time looking at Google Maps last night, <laughs> verifying that you weren't uh -huh. just making that up. That it was for real. <laughs> you wacky Canadians with wow, your naming. I know. Um, you know, around a boot there. <laughs> um, but this part of Nova Scotia is. It's like a peninsula mm -hmm. that juts out just across the Bay of Fundy from Maine. Okay. So that's where we are right now. Okay. Just place yourself. So Collie is out for a wee jaunt. Mm -hmm. Freezing his balls off, no doubt, because it's September in Nova Scotia. Mm -hmm. And um, I got curious, so I looked it up. The average temperature is 50 to 55 degrees Fahrenheit. So that is for us 10 to 14 degrees celsius uh -huh. not warm. it's like not that much colder than that here right now today yeah. and i'm freezing. freezing yes i'm like in the house where the heat pump is shivering yeah so walking on the beach is probably not yeah, your not. best plan i'm not gonna go walking on the beach you're not gonna go for a wee jaunt no okay. but lucky that he did okay because he's out walking and he comes across this man near the water he's got like a little bit of water and apparently like some stale bread or something <laughs> who knows who cares um it doesn't matter he was suffering from cold and exposure um and also both of his legs had quite recently been amputated huh yeah like they were just still just like bandaged and bleeding and shit and he was just sitting on the... Just the hanging out on the sand where the germs are. <laughs> sitting on the dock of the bay. Sitting <laughs> Legless? Just watching the tide go by. <laughs> watching the tide roll away. Oh, shit. Get your lyrics. God. <laughs> so he I wasn't prepared for it. It's not <laughs> like the summer of 69. <laughs> so... Little Collie runs back to town for help. He had quite a hard time getting anyone to believe that he'd just found a literal legless castaway on the beach. I'm sorry. This is, I shouldn't um, laugh. That's so terrible. It really it is, <laughs> but I couldn't help but laugh when I was reading about this because I was like, oh, what the fuck? The mental picture that I have is just... <laughs> Like if an eight-year-old came up and was like, "Hey, I just found some um, some legless dude sitting on the some beach. guy without legs down there," I'd be like, "Uh huh, sure, honey. Mm -hmm. I'm sure you did." And a big pink <laughs> elephant, and yeah, yeah, right. Um, oh, God. <laughs> not after this story. Yeah. Um, yeah. It just it also just made me think about those kids on TikTok who got sent on a um, randonaut adventure and found a body in a suitcase on a beach oh, the other week. Oh, yeah, did you yeah, yeah. did I you was, hear about that? You told me about that, I yes. I literally downloaded that app on my phone. Oh, <laughs> oh God. Um, anyway, eventually, Collie gets two farmers to go back mm -hmm. and, you know, help the man. Mm -hmm. Oh. <laughs> That was almost a fire. Mm -hmm. I just about put my notebook in the candle. Uh -huh. Um. Anyway, this guy was in need of a medical attention. Uh, yeah. Just a little bit. Just, yeah. So they brought him back to Collie's family home in the village of Digby Neck. <laughs> Okie dokie. Mm -hmm. <laughs> there, they had discovered that his legs had been removed by someone who was skilled meaning it was a surgeon okay and that it had only recently been done as the wounds were still healing like i said they were still like bleeding and shit hey. 
Um, where am I? They also discovered that he either could not or would not speak English, French, Italian, Spanish, or Latin. Which apparently is all the options offered to you in 1863. Okay. Yeah. Um, this was a really small town, so word spread super quickly about the mysterious young castaway. Oh, also, he was fairly young. Okay. Like, uh, 20s, I suppose. Okay. Um, and curiosity led people to visit the house. Huh. <laughs> Were they charging admission? Please tell me they charged admission. <laughs> I will get to it. Oh, yay. <laughs> Visitors included reporters and clergy. Oh, no. Each wanting to question the man. However, this guy super didn't want visitors uh -huh. his reaction wasn't like just to ignore them or to tell them to go away because uh -huh. he wasn't speaking he just growled at them oh good yeah i like it um until they went away that's kind of like what <laughs> i do in the morning until i've had coffee yeah 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 that makes sense it is literally what you do in the morning I before know, you've that had is. coffee it's like, mm. that's that's sorry how's it going never mind i'm not sharing anymore now Okay, let's go ahead. Where am I? I've lost my page. My page, my place on my page. Mm -hmm. um, so, with his lack of communication, they pieced together the few clues they had to his identity. So, apparently, he mundled, mundled, mumbled something that sounded something like the name Jerome once and so they started calling <laughs> so him they that decided they'd call him Jerome. they I, were just like that's your name now <laughs> you called it buddy mm -hmm. <laughs> oh my god um also his hands were soft and smooth so they reasoned that he was not a manual laborer of any sort okay so he, he was probably like well off he wouldn't have been a ship's hand on if he had been okay <laughs> Oh, God. You're getting to my theories already, and I'm not up oh, to really? that point in my notes. Oh, well, God, well, speed it up. I'm sorry. I'm telling you, great minds. They dude. also thought that he had a Mediterranean-looking complexion, so reasoned that he could be Italian. Okay, but seriously, they're Canadians. Anybody who's got any color is going to be Mediterranean in their world. Oh, hey now, guy. <laughs> you know? Oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> Oh. That was like the worst, worst. Canadian accent yeah, no, I've just, ever no. done. Move on. <laughs> um, so Collie's family weren't like super well off mm -hmm. and housing and like clothing and feeding mm -hmm. this guy was taking its toll. Right. So he was sent off to a few houses <laughs> in the community. You see how this is similar? I see. I see. We're shifting them. Um, yeah. However, the... Um, one website put it, the Good Baptists. Oh, no. <laughs> Of the community uh -huh. suspected that due to his Mediterranean looks, uh -oh. that he was probably actually a Catholic. <gasps> so they booted him out? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So off he must go to yeah. the nearest French settlement. <laughs> <laughs> oh. What? You're a Catholic? Off you fuck. <laughs> Um, now go away before I taunt you some more. <laughs> <laughs> your mother was a hamster. Your, father, your father smelled, smelled of elderberries. elderberries. <laughs> oh my God. Um, so the nearest French settlement was, I might say this wrong, Metgen, which was the home of Jean Nicolas, a deserter from Corsica. <laughs> Nicolas 
spoke several languages, so the hope was that he'd be able to encourage Jerome to communicate. Mm-hmm. He didn't. He didn't. <laughs> he did not. <laughs> Around this time, the Nova Scotian government also found out about this guy and approved a special stipend to help support the families who had taken him in. Mm-hmm. So they were supported by a whole $2 a week wow. for his upkeep. Wow. But I think that was probably like quite a lot back yeah, then. Yeah, it would have been. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we make fun of it now, but I mean, seriously. Yeah, I didn't bother looking up what it is in today's money. Yeah, mm. but it's, yeah. But it's more than $2. Yeah, it's it's more than they had to begin with, so. I mean, know. if $8 in the 60s came up to like $60 today, mm. it's like a lot. Yeah, it would have been. So, yeah. I mean, and again, I mean, okay, we say $2, but it's still, I mean, that's $2 more than they had to begin with. Chit-chat. So, you know, you take what you get. Yeah. So, Jerome stayed with the Nicola family for over seven years. Jeez. Then Jean-Nicolas' wife, Juliette, mm-hmm. died, and the rest of the family, along with Jean, moved back to Europe. Uh-oh. Leaving Jerome to live with another family, the Comios. Mm-hmm. Had Jerome learned to talk by this time? No. He's still not speaking. No, no, no. He's still not speaking. Okay. He's, huh. He never learned to read, write, speak... So he wasn't a savant. <laughs> he was not. Not. Okay. <laughs> he uh, was a sev- not. <laughs> he was a severely not. <laughs> oh, okay. yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, the Comios. Dieter and Liz... No, <laughs> Dieter and Zabeth. Okay. Go on. <laughs> I just... No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Dieter and Zabeth Comio lived in the nearby settlement of St. Alphonse. Okay. Um, Now, Jerome was quite the celebrity. There were all sorts of rumors flying around about his true identity. Okay. Uh, One rumor was that he was a sailor who had attempted and failed a mutiny. Okay. And that his legs were taken and he was left on shore as a punishment. Okay. For... For opposing his glorious terror. <laughs> okay, got it. I'm not above doing that. I know that's what I'm saying. It's I. It's a legit. I. That's I. I'll buy that theory. Yeah. For four dollars, there, Vanna. <laughs> Next. <laughs> um. Uh, la, la, la. Another widely believed at the time mm-hmm. rumor is that Jerome was disgraced royalty <laughs> or an heir to a fortune, and that he was done away with oh for either title or fortune or his hat <laughs> or for his hat mm-hmm. them what wanted my hat is them what done around. well mm-hmm. them's what's got his legs <laughs> them. is them what's <laughs> done him in oh my god but the comios knew an opportunity when they saw one. Oh goody and jerome's fame and the well-wishers and gawkers who wanted a chance to be up close and personal with a rumored but potentially probably most likely not royal <laughs> was an opportunity with a capital o oh my so <laughs> they began charging admission for Got people it. to come and see jerome hey <laughs> yeah. Admission combined with the government stipend gave them a nice little supplementary income. I don't know how much they charged, but <laughs> it was like enough that they made like a decent living well, yeah. off of this. Why work when <laughs> like you Like it was do the this? original Carnival Sideshow. I was going to say, why? 
like. They just needed to plaster a beard on Zabeth. <laughs> or Dieter. I don't know who's who. It could have happened. <laughs> it doesn't matter who's who. They could have just, you know. I mean, just... <laughs> <laughs> God. Uh-huh. Oh, Lord. Okay. However... Unlike when he was first rescued and really didn't want visitors, this time Jerome didn't seem to mind the attention. <clears throat> he lived with the Carmio family until his death on the 15th of April, 1912. Wow. Which did. is also the day the Titanic sank. Oh, that's right. He wasn't on it, but I just thought it was interesting. No, but it is interesting. Yeah, 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 yeah. I forgot. Yeah. The mystery of who Jerome really was remains, although there is one theory that seems far more plausible than the royalty mm-hmm. ah damn it i wrote <laughs> and it has nothing to do with royalty or tunnels in paris oh okay oh <laughs> yeah um the town of chipman new brunswick mm-hmm. lies just across the bay of fundy <laughs> yeah it's saying bay of fundy when i've got a mouthful of coffee it's never gonna it's more fundy than not <laughs> it's not gonna look out it's not gonna work out well god i hope that's their tourism campaign <laughs> again you know we are so it's helpful. fundy in the bay of fundy exactly god anyway so it's reported that a young immigrant fell through some ice on a river there a few years before jerome's appearance his okay. legs went in, and apparently he like went into a bar and slept it or a barn, mm-hmm. and slept it off, and somehow that went into him developing gangrene in his legs. Oh. I don't understand how that works, and I didn't Google it. Well, like what causes gangrene? Lack of blood. I mean, oh, if, okay, if, so that could have because like with uh, frostbite. If he got like really severe, like um, yeah, frostbitten uh, frost, legs. Yeah, and um, you know, and if he had a, and he would have probably had a cut. I would assume where he'd fallen through the ice and probably because ice is sharp sharp right yeah and so then he would have drug himself through mud crud and corruption to get to the barn slept in a filthy barn and And then a couple years later developed gangrene well i that's what i'm not getting is the two can gangrene just like linger for a while no it should have happened pretty quickly because normally it's you get the infection Mm. and if he's had frostbite he wouldn't have really felt anything too much i wouldn't have thought but yeah, I mean that two years. Well, it just says a couple years. Oh, okay, yeah. So I don't know. Oh, Maybe man. he was diabetic and didn't know it. I mean, yeah. Could have been. Because I um, don't know. weirdness. This just also makes me think of that time that Gina and I went to Lake Erie and we yeah, didn't yes. know what ice dunes were, and mm-hmm. so like we went out fucking yes. around on them and could have died. Yes, it's fine. Yeah. It's fine, Gina. You just could have gotten gangrene. <laughs> yeah. These are things that you don't want to know until well after it's happened and everyone's survived. That's why I didn't tell you. I know. Thank you. I appreciate you're that. You're welcome. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, your benevolosity is showing again. See? There it is. I know. Okay. And did you see how humble I was about it? I did. So I did. Humble. And you were pretty while you did it. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I didn't expect that compliment at all in any way. <laughs> all right. Okay. Uh, um, Sorry. His gangrene led to an amputation. Uh-huh. After this, he became a bit of a drain on the community, uh-huh. not to mention a real downer. So the townspeople paid a ship captain to take him away. Theory being that the ship captain dropped him off just across the bay at Sandy Cove. <laughs> proving that stereotypes are wrong and Canadians aren't all Justin Trudeau level of nice. Yeah. The kicker here is that the townspeople of Chipman called this guy Gamby. <laughs> because after the amputation... 
he woke up calling out Gamba, which is Italian for legs. Legs. So. Oh my. Essentially, they were just like, hey, Leggy. <laughs> leggy, we're going to get this uh, ship captain to take you. To leg you out of here. To take you somewhere else because we can't be fucked with you anymore. <laughs> oh my God. So. Oh, yes. So this is proof positive that Canadians are not all kind and gentle and, and candy floss, right? That people everywhere are assholes. Mm, can be, yes. Apparently yep. so. And that <laughs> Even is Canadians. <laughs> Jerome of Nova Scotia. He's oh. become like a bit of a folk figure. Yeah. Um, there's like all sorts of stories and oh. books about him. He's like quite well known in Canadian In Canadian circles. He's well known. In the fundy place, it's all kinds of So fundy. hopefully I haven't gotten his name too, or his story too wrong. Oh, also my. hopefully I haven't gotten his name wrong. Well, that it might be, be like Jerome. Yeah. That might <laughs> Jeremy. Oh my, you could be in trouble. Oh God. Please don't. You'll have to do your apology me. to her next week. <laughs> don't make me do this, okay? <laughs> oh, oh God. God. Oh. So if us? you liked us, if you didn't like us, if you're still here. <laughs> You can find us on Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, or Podbean. Also, please do rate and review us as long as you'll be nice. Please be nice. Please be nice. <laughs> That'd be, be super. Nice. <laughs> but do rate and review us because it really does help. It's like the best way to yeah to figure out to <laughs> help a sister out. Yeah, really. Um, also, if you want, you can email us stories about that time you had gangrene on, <laughs> yeah, that happened pod at, oh shit, this is at your gmail. turn. At gmail.com, see? <laughs> okay, try a, saying it again, because I, I accidentally bogarted your turn. Uh, yeah, that happened pod at gmail.com. See, I actually have it written down and read it. I know, that. you do. You can also follow us on Instagram at, yeah, that happened pod. Twitter at, YTH podcast. Facebook at Yeah that happened. Did you hear how smooth that went, guys? I am so impressed with us. Oh okay. my gosh. We can we just record that one and use that our time? <laughs> no, because it's way more fun to see to watch me how panic. it's gonna go. <laughs> so that's us. That's, uh, that's everything. Us. Um yep. thanks for coming back. Hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all the worthless, worthless shit we know. We know. Okay, bye. Bye.